Good morning, York Alliance. It is Wednesday, October 18th. This is Pastor Asa with you again as we continue the practice series of preaching the gospel. In the week, uh, and this week we're talking about hospitality. And what I'd like to do today is to give some practical tips and some examples of what hospitality could look like that preaches the gospel. I know for me, having some examples, uh, a concrete example, gives me a handle of sorts that I can hold on to, to um, as I think through how I could be involved in ideas that might seem uh, out of reach or vague to me, uh, how I really go about doing this. So, so examples help me, so I want to share some with you. Uh, so I'll start off with uh, some examples from my time when I lived in New Jersey. Uh, for the last 13 years, I lived there in a town called Runnymede, and I walked to work about a mile and a half away uh, every day, pretty much, for work. And I would meet all kinds of people on the road. The road was the Black Horse Pike. And you could really apply this to you and your story as you walk or run or um, you're on the rail trail or wherever you find yourself. This, you could also um, kind of, this could apply to you in the same way. But there were several people, I mean, Danny and Greg and Don uh, and different people that I'm, I still have contact with that as I passed them, either they were coming towards me or I was walking alongside of them or whatever, uh, it just struck up a conversation. I said, hey, how are you? You know, my name's Asa. What's your name? You know, do you, do you work around here? What do you do? You know, are you from here? Just basic, curious questions uh, to get to know who they are. And oftentimes, it would lead to actually a really decent conversation as the person would share where they're from and as I shared a little bit about me. And it, especially in New Jersey, and I, I might even say just this context of the Northeast, People don't generally do that. Don't approach someone they don't know. And so if you do approach someone in a kind and genuine way, it's amazing that people are almost so shocked <laughs> they are willing to have um, a conversation. And that's totally possible. That's the way that I was able to do it. Uh, and sometimes people would ask me, okay, well, how do you go from kind of just getting to know someone into spiritual things? And uh, first off, I would just say, I'm not sharing the full gospel in the first two minutes of meeting them necessarily, but what I like to, and I would recommend is to mix genuine love and spiritual things as soon as you can. Because it's not like it's a, here's one part of my life and here's the spiritual part of my life. No, you have one life <laughs> and it involves your story and it involves how God relates to that story and, and so forth. And so it doesn't have to be like two separate things. Like I start with small talk because sometimes it feels weird to uh, go from getting to know someone on a social level without having talked about anything spiritual to go into spiritual things. You might feel like that is like conversational whiplash or something like that. And if that's where you are in some of your relationships, that's fine. Uh, that's okay. It's okay to be where you are. But it's good to just mix in some some basic things that could be encouraging to people. Like as you hear people's story, for example, you could say, hey, I hear your story and I hear the, the pain that you have or the difficulties that you're in. I just want you to know that you are loved. I want you to know that you know, I follow Jesus and and he loves you right where you are and he sees where you are and he cares about it. Or you could say, hey, can I pray for you? If the person feels uh, kind of odd about that, you can even acknowledge that. Say, I know that this might not be something that you hear every day, but I'd love to pray for you. And then as they give you things to pray about, pray with them, right? Ask them, can I pray with you right now? These are just ways that you could bridge the gap. 
uh, some just some practical tips. Um, also, consider your coworkers. You know, I had a coworker whose mother passed away, and I could tell he was struggling. And we had already we had a good conversation. I you know try to be a person of love around him. And so during break time, I'd say, hey, do you want to come out and, and chat for a little bit about how you're doing? And he said, yeah. So we, I mean, we created a space outside the warehouse door <laughs> to talk about how he's doing and, uh, and how he's coping with the situation. And, and eventually it led to him, I invited him over. You know, I needed help moving a washer. Hey, man, would you come over and help me move a washing machine? And he did, and we sat down for coffee. And it was just, and we got to eventually, I, I was sharing my story and how I dealt with uh, some similar uh, difficulties in life. Not that my mother passed away, but just some other things that were difficult and relatable. Uh, and it was great. It was a great time get, to get to know him and share my story and share the story of God with him uh, eventually over time. Uh, another coworker was just having a bad day and struggling with being a new dad and uh, different things in his marriage. So I said, hey, why don't we go to a lo- this local pizzeria and, and just get lunch, my treat, and just heard his story out. These are ways that you could do it. What coworkers do you have um, that you know, maybe keeping your open, that they might have pain in their stories? Or maybe something really good happens. You're like, hey, let's celebrate. Can I take you out and hear more about this thing, that, this really good thing that happened? So consider your coworkers. Um, for my wife and I, we actually had to start over. So I had to leave all these, all these connections that I would have with, with neighbors or coworkers or people I met on my walk to work. And so we had to start over. And so one thing we began to do was to prayer walk the neighborhood. We, we began by prayer walking, just walking around, uh, praying for people kind of at a distance as we walk on the sidewalk. And then we would eventually go and we've just started knocking on doors and introducing ourselves. Hey, we're a new family in town. Um, and if you're not a new family in town, you don't have to say that part. But hey, I just want to introduce ourselves um, and just want to get to know our neighbors a little bit. And it's amazing how people's demeanor changes when they realize you're not trying to sell them something other than just having an introduction and people were more than willing to talk about their stories and where they were in life and how they got here and what they like and what they don't like about the neighborhood and so that's one way of doing it and uh, now that creates a context that we can invite them over for coffee or uh, my wife met someone as she was uh, a couple blocks away struck up a conversation with her and her and my daughter baked muffins for them and brought them over and they swapped phone numbers and, hey, do you want to bring your kids over for a play date? And we can sit down and, and have coffee together or have lunch. And that was a way of using hospitality and to build a relationship, to show them practically and tangibly what God has done to us, how he has welcomed us, uh, created a space to welcome us into. So we're creating a space to welcome others into and it creates a space to swap stories. We're going to hear their stories and share our stories. Uh, and a, another practical tip is that follow-up is really important, if possible. Sometimes, obviously, it, you'll never see this person ever again. But as often as you can, follow-up is to say, hey, look, I'm going to not only be create the space of hospitality to welcome you into one time, I'm going to do it as often as you want to. I'm going to take, I want to take this as far as you're willing to take it. Uh, and so that's a that's definitely an important piece to um, to get to know people. So that might mean swapping phone numbers or meeting them at the same place uh, at a given time, uh, whatever follow up might look like. That's an important piece of it. So hopefully, some of these ideas uh, seeded your thinking for what hospitality could potentially look like. I want to remind you once again that um, becoming a person of love 
and require is, is a major ingredient to all of this. So we say that the first part of being a disciple of Jesus is being with him, being with Jesus. And uh, some people say staring into his face and receiving his love and considering and contemplating his new mercies that are fresh every morning for you. And as that comes into you, that is a critical in, uh, ingredient that will motivate you and will uh, be in you so that it can overflow from you as you create these spaces for people. So as you go on with your day, may you receive the love with which God first loved you and as a disciple of his, be ready to demonstrate that love to anyone that God brings along your path. Hope you have a great day and I will be back with you tomorrow.